All right. Welcome, welcome, everyone, to the first vodcast. How are we doing today? We are, uh, we're, we're doing all right over here, uh, hanging in there. We're excited to get going here, uh, kick off the NFL season. Been too long, weren't sure if it was going to happen, but here we are. Yeah, unfortunately, we won't be able to uh, see our favorite teams live this year, but mm-hmm. uh, that won't mean too much to us. We love the game, we love the players, we love this life. That all do. right, Kevin, why don't you introduce yourself? All right. Well, uh, for those of you who uh, don't know me, uh, I'm Kevin Casty. I am uh, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Go Steelers! Real quick, get that in there. Um, you know, big football fan. I love uh, love talking football. I'm a big sports guy, um, and that's what we're here. That's what we're here to do uh, is just give you guys the insight, give you guys the knowledge that we possess. Uh, whether it's which isn't the, a lot. No, no, but we've got it, and it might help someone one day, and that's why we're here. So. Welcome, everybody, to the VODcast. I'm the cast half. Yeah, welcome, and I am uh, the VOD part. Uh, Scott Vodder here, also from Pittsburgh. Uh, basically, the reason why we wanted to start this podcast was, I mean, we've known each other since uh, preschool. Uh, so about, like, what, 19 years is that now? Ish, yeah. Yeah, like that. and, uh, you know, we, we talk uh, Steeler football every year, and all things NFL really. And, uh, we thought since Kevin lives in Chicago now, why, why, why stop now? Why stop? Why stop? Um, so I think we're just going to jump right into it here. So a little disclaimer here, since we are both Steeler fans, we are going to start off the podcast with a little bit of Steeler insight here. So if you do not care whatsoever, Feel free to skip the first, you know. It's, we don't we don't really know how long this is going to go. No, no, we won't um, be offended. Um, we'll understand, but you're going to miss out on some good stuff. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, and after and after the Steeler section, we will try to keep the Steeler bias to a minimum. Yeah, bias is bias is out the door here. You know, we uh we're, we're passionate. We're passionate, but uh, we'll try to keep a level head uh, in all. So we we'll we'll keep that out. Uh, as best as we can. No promises uh, to some of you, uh, hopefully not many Cincinnati fans, but uh, there might there might be something coming up here and there you don't like, and that's uh, that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's uh, jump right into it. First of all, we got to um, say something here a little bit about uh, Ryan Chazier, our boy. Uh, unfortunately, he announced today that he is officially retiring not a not a complete shocker, would you say, Kev? No, uh, I mean I don't want to say I'm not surprised because I think it was inevitable. But the uh, just knowing that there's a chance, uh, it was really uh, really exciting for me personally as a fan and as a person seeing uh, what he was overcoming, seeing him do squats, box jumps, walk up during draft night, make that pick for the Steelers. It's just uh, it was a great story to watch and follow along. Um, and you know we're gonna miss him. Hopefully. Uh, he finds some peace of mind outside of football, but I think he knows that uh, he's always welcome back to the sport and the Steelers organization. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I, th- I think the incredible thing was, I mean, he wasn't even supposed to be able to walk ever again. Mm-mm. But now, but now he he has two kids. I think. I believe so. You know, yes, that he that he is actually the father of, like naturally. So, I mean, that I mean, it's just an incredible story. Sad to see him go, but uh, completely understand. Uh, just want to thank him 
for all the time, the good uh, times you gave us. So, yep, absolutely. Just wanted, just wanted to get that out of the way. Um, so on, on to the big, the big Pittsburgh Steeler news. Big Ben Roethlisberger is coming back. He's back. He's he back, is baby. back. Go seven. Uh, and you know, I mean, my bias will be shown here, but I, I really think he is going to be a force to be reckoned with this year. I, I mean, I agree. I, I understand that he's, he's getting old. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like him for some past things. Um, I think uh, he's grown in that time. And keep, keep in mind, two years ago, he led the league in passing yards. Right? People seem to let that slide. He outgunned Mahomes in arguably the best quarterback season we've seen uh, since maybe 2013 Peyton Manning. Um, so yeah. I, I think he'll go, he'll go uh, neck and neck with him the whole year. And I, I don't see any reason why the Steelers aren't going to thrive off of that. So I'm with you. Yeah, the only the only really thing is, like you mentioned, he's old. I mean, he's, he has his health issues. Right. But uh, what I, I really like hearing is, I mean, everyone in Steelers training camp is saying that he looks unbelievable. Better than ever. Unbelievable. And that's that's just what you look for. You know, if guys at camp are noticing – Ben Roethlisberger's come out and said a couple times he hasn't been thrown with a healthy elbow in five years, he thinks. Yeah. So maybe we haven't even uh, seen the ceiling yet. I hope we haven't. Yeah, I hope we haven't. We have him on contract for this year and next year, I believe. Yes, the uh, the contract there is a little hefty uh, for my liking for a 38, 39-year-old. Um, yeah. Uh, not one of the better contracts in the NFL right now, but I think it was important to keep him around, and hopefully we build off that. Uh, build off that leadership. We'll see. Yeah. So the other uh, issue is the offense around him. Mm-hmm. Now, they, now they were able to go eight and eight last year with Duck Hodges, and uh, yeah, I mean it's James Connor. I'm going to bring him up because please do. He, I mean, I love the kid. The Pittsburgh legend. Yeah, uh, just a great right. story too. I mean, you know, you know, oh, coming over story. Yeah, overcame cancer, came right back to the city, played college in, uh, went to Erie McDowell High School, just a couple hours north, hometown kid. But the the main issue with James Conner, and this is no knock against him. I know he's 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 obviously. I think I know what you're going to say. He has his health issues. Yep, that's uh, that's that didn't really uh, that wasn't breaking news uh, coming out of your mouth, and I have to agree. And you know, I mean, I hate to be the one to say it, but especially since he's a Pittsburgh kid. And, I mean, we love him here, but if he can't stay healthy, would you keep him? It's, uh, I mean, you're, I agree. I don't want to say no, but he hasn't proved his ability to stay on the field. Um, <laughs> availability is an ability and yeah. he hasn't, he hasn't really shown that. Um, I, I, I mean, part of me wants to think that this is a prove it year. I mean, he was a top three rusher in the league two years ago uh, until his injury in like week eight or nine, whatever it was. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. Um, led the league, I think was uh, second or third in force missed tackles. So once the guy gets going, he, he can move. But I do think last year there was just um, not a, I think everything wasn't disclosed to the public. Yeah. And I think that, he yeah. was not healthy for more than five minutes uh, throughout that entire season. So I don't want to, Hold it against him just yet. I don't want to say that. I mean, I know that there was a couple injuries in there, but the guy just wasn't healthy. So 2020, let's see him stick around on the field. 
let's get him 10 games minimum. I you know that's still kind of a bummer to hear, but let's just see him play almost a full season and what he's capable of. Cause yeah. I mean, keep, keep in mind, uh, Le'Veon Bell spent a lot of time uh, in the locker room on the sidelines, his first couple of years. And I mean, he was great in this system. Well, sometimes, I mean, sometimes he's, uh, was on the sidelines for different reasons. That's true. Uh, uh, I think it was approximately, what, 16 games of sideline for different reasons? Yeah, yeah. If I'm correct? <laughs> yeah. No, but, I mean, that's the, that's the unfortunate thing about James Conner is because he has proven himself whenever he is healthy. He is a high-quality running back. He, he has. He breaks, he breaks tackles. He, he goes for long runs. He's, he's quick. Great pass catcher, too, which is a big movement in the NFL right now. Um, very important. I mean, they're looking for dynamic backs. You know, we're kind of getting away from the uh, – the uh, bell cow rusher up the middle, other than maybe Derrick Henry, who's a stud. I can't deny that fact. And Nick Chubb, also great, just pure rushers. But look at the other ones. I mean, even Zeke is developing a catching game. McCaffrey's obviously a, a freak of nature uh, in all aspects. Oh, yeah. um, but that's kind of what people – yeah. for the brand. It's just uh, – it's, it's just – it's kind of moving that way, so. Yeah. And then um, – so our other question mark on offense is Juju Smith-Schuster. He uh, he had a very poor year last year. He did. I was actually I was actually watching some highlights today, and then, you know who actually popped off? Deontay Johnson. Can't wait to see that. Kid. And and James Washington had great years. Both of them actually had surprisingly good years for not a lot of good uh, not a lot of good quarterbacks. In, in no, and I was I was going to say keep that in mind. You know, yeah. uh, you can go go that way with Juju too. I mean, they had Duck Hodges who uh, was cut and then re-signed to the practice squad uh, by the Steelers in the last five days. Yeah. Um, a great, great kid, entertaining. I liked him a lot and had a few good games. Got us, uh, I think, three wins in his first three starts. But yeah. him and Mason Rudolph kind of just back and forth. That's no, way to, that's no way to start a career as a wide receiver is getting the ball thrown by those two. Not no. that I dislike either one of them. They both, uh, they both won some games last year, but um, come on. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, surprisingly, actually, they both looked decent at times. I'm decent, not, you know, yeah, decent. Like they had they had some decent tosses. Their arms were, I mean, Duck Hodge's arm is very weak. Yes, he, he can't zip it. Mason Rudolph can actually zip it in a little bit, you know. Um, yep. But I mean, yeah, of... it's, it's just hard for the wide receivers to develop any sort of chemistry with with a quarterback whenever they're flip flopping every other game, you know. Yeah, and, and, and part of me really thinks uh, Mason Rudolph wasn't off to an atrocious start. I mean, keep in mind, his first start was in San Francisco um, against yeah. the 49ers, who were the maybe other than the Patriots. I think they the 49ers were better, but the top defense in the league. The Steelers also made a run up there. Mm-hmm. And they lost because of a fumble on the two-yard line. Okay, well, And I, a pretty I, bad I, penalty. Okay, I will say this against that game because – I think we had like three turnovers, either yes. two or three turnovers in the red zone. And we yeah. only got like six points out of it. Yeah. No, so... I think Nick <laughs> Fitzpatrick had like two interceptions and two forced fumbles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, God, that man's beast. But I mean, you, you got to help him out. You can't have five turnovers and score on one of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, can't if, you're, if, you're, if you're getting the ball on the, you know, 12 yard line twice in one game, you got to at least put up one touchdown. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, it's just, it's unacceptable. Um, but, you know, hopefully we answer, answer some of those problems that we had last year with Big Ben returning. So, yeah, I mean, we and, shall and see. 
yeah, and the other reason uh, why we were in that 49ers game was the defense. The defense was insane last yeah, year. They were insane. So, I mean, um, it's – and then think about it. We're getting a lot of those guys back. I mean, maybe not all of them, but – Man, yeah, but we, pieces, I mean, we just, the pieces coming back. Oh, I mean, I mean, we have, I think it was like eight first round picks on the defense. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was like a couple shy of a full starting defensive roster. I mean, they're not all. They're point. not all studs, but no. And I mean, that's not always how it's going to go. But um, I mean, you got T.J. Watt, Bud Dupree, you know, Minka Fitzpatrick, you know, Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden's a big one. I mean, our secondary. Uh, Cam, Cam Hayward's Cam Hayward, to it. Yeah. Um, if you didn't mention him, I mean, big names. I mean, uh, we're trying to trying to figure out a little thing. I mean, look at the uh, some of the underrated guys too. Uh, Steven Nelson. Oh, one well, of the more was... underrated backs uh, in the in uh, defensive backs in the NFL last year. He had uh, he had just as good stats as that. Uh, who's who's the one guy on the Patriots that won the defensive? Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore. Only, yeah. The only difference uh, was interceptions, and I think Stephon Gilmore came away with like I want to say like eight or nine, uh, which is uh, maybe not that high, but it was leading the league. And uh, all credit, he's probably the best corner cornerback in the NFL right now. Um, yeah, that can be a conversation for another time. But, I mean, you got to look at the guy. I mean, Steven Nelson, I mean, he held his own uh, with really no recognition whatsoever. Him and Joe Hayden, uh, I think, had one of the best – I think Steven Nelson at least had one of the better uh, yards against uh, all cornerbacks. I think it was like top ten or something. So, yeah. just uh, impressive, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, the, the only thing about him is he, he just wasn't getting the turnovers. No, was, no, was... and that's where, you, that's where you really make an impact, at least when it comes to Defensive Player of the Year. I yeah. get that. I mean, Abs- Yeah, absolutely. I personally thought T.J. Watt was in the running for it. Uh, I think he uh, could have been a great contender. Uh, led the league in forced fumbles. Uh, I think he had 14, 15 sacks, which is nothing to be ashamed of. Wasn't the most, but tackles for loss was up there, and I, I just think the impact he made was significant. Um, not to take away from Stephon Gilmore, but um, it's just uh, kind of the, the flashy stat people look at in that category. Yeah, I think I think it was really like fractions separating them to for who yeah. was going to win. But I mean, Stephon Gilmore obviously had an incredible year. Yeah, no, absolutely um, did. So yeah, so let's uh, let's let's uh, get off the Steelers here for our yep. Moving for our on for Steelers fan listeners, we'll, <laughs> we'll get we off our tell them, uh, here. <laughs> <laughs> we can send out a disclaimer with what time we're at here. Yeah, uh, uh, afterwards. But uh, welcome back to those yeah. of you who decided to opt out of the. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers six-time national champions uh, uh, conversation, but welcome back. Yeah, so we're we're just going to touch on a couple things here around the league. Um, the first thing I want to talk about was the DeAndre Hopkins deal. For two He's years, uh, for two breaking years, the bank. Two years, fifty-four point five million dollars. Now that's that a seems, lot of money. That seems like a lot of money for two years, doesn't? That's does it a lot of money <laughs> for a non-quarterback. Uh, yes, I believe he just became the highest-paid non-quarterback in the NFL uh, as of yesterday, today, whenever it was. So uh, yeah. he got his bag. Um, good for him. But, yeah, definitely interesting uh, uh, with a young team uh, with a lot of, you know, unknown pieces to it. See, I, I guess since they are such a young team, they, they could probably afford it in the long run because I'm sure a lot of people are still on their rookie contracts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I mean, two years. I mean, if you're going to sign him, 
you try to go for more than that. But I was going to say, maybe you keep them around a little bit longer. Um, I, personally, I, I would have. I think it's important. Kyler Murray, if he's going to really make an impact here in the NFL, um, it's important to have his guy. I mean, it's great that he had uh, Larry Fitzgerald to uh, walk into the NFL with. Christian Kirk, great talent. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought David Johnson was a great running back piece, especially in the receiving game, but I couldn't tell you what happened there. Um, but I mean, they just added, you know, probably the second or third best wide receiver in the NFL. So, uh, I think it's great that they, they locked him up, but, uh, you know, maybe they should have done it for a little longer. Well, it definitely seems like with that deal, they're just, they're just looking short term. Yes. I think they're thinking Kyler Murray is going to be something really special and I think he is too he he showed a lot of potential last year I mean he obviously made his rookie you know some rookie mistakes and stuff mm-hmm. you know some bad throws but I think absolutely yeah it happens but I mean he's a rookie um yeah. I think his stats were uh nothing short but nothing short of overwhelming for what people really had going in for him uh great rusher which again people are, that's kind of Lamar Jackson has set the uh has set the pace for quarterbacks now and there's kind yeah. of a shift and I think, I think that's kind of the way it's going. So, uh, also a great thrower. I mean, despite being five nine, I mean the guys oh, are height. Oh, the guys are arm. height, and uh, I'm by no means uh, vertically gifted. Uh, for those of you who know me, but uh, <laughs> the fact of seeing him run around there, he's still a great, great talent behind center. Uh, and I think it's, I think it's something that we're gonna have to look out for here. Uh, I think he's got big things coming this year uh, as a second year, and we'll just have to see. Well, speaking of speaking of deals that I found questionable, uh, J- the Jalen Ramsey one kind of threw me for a loop. That was also a lot of money. Um, you know, it's five, it's five year, one hundred and five million dollars. That's a lot, and that's for a long time. Um, but I mean, the guy's good. The guy's know, really good. I know he is good, but I don't know. I just something about that deal rubbed me the wrong way. Mm, no, I, I understand where you're coming from. I do. Um, it's, uh, he's got, I think it's more, mostly locker room issues for me. I mean, obviously Jacksonville's, uh, a nightmare uh, yeah. to say nicely. <laughs> um, but uh, there's a lot of issues there. I mean, he, he sat out a couple games, said he wasn't going to play. They finally traded him. And I mean, the guy's still good. I mean, talent wise, he might be right up there uh, with Stefan Gilmore. Yeah. Um, so the guy's good, and I hope – I mean, the Rams have had two or three years now of very questionable decisions when it comes to contracts. The Todd Gurley one was outrageous, and he got hurt. Yep. The very, very following year, uh, that one kind of bit him in the butt. Yeah. Um, Jared Goff, way too high. I, I don't remember the exact details, um, but they yep. also traded, traded away their draft picks too. Um, they did, yeah. So when it comes to just cap space and – you know, picks that they have on the way, they're, they're really limiting themselves, which is why I don't quite get that big of a contract. They kind of need to hit the reset button, but if he, if they think he's their guy and that's great, that's good. But they also have Aaron Donald, who's pretty good at football. So, yeah, but I mean like, yeah, especially, I mean, yeah, you didn't even mention Aaron Donald, his Mm -mm. cat, his salary. So, I mean, also big one. I mean, they've, they've got to win with him. Like what? Probably two years now before Uh, I would really hope so control. I would really hope so, um, uh, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, ooh, the other thing I wanted to – what do you think about uh, Mitch Trubisky being named the starter? Um, I personally am not surprised by it. Well, um, I'm not surprised. 
I think I, I, I saw it coming. And I mean, I, I think, I think he is on pace to have a pretty good year. Uh, I know that it was a, a bit of a shit show this yeah. past year. Pardon my language there uh, for the kids that might be fans, but uh, I think there are better things to come. I think once they kind of figure out how they want him to play uh, quarterback, it'll fall into place. Um, however that may be, I do think having Nick Foles there, let's be honest, I don't think Nick Foles is causing a, too many problems. Um, That's a good backup to I, have, though. In case, it is. In case something happens. Good backup to have. Great story. Um, but I think that's that's pretty much where it's at is, you know, it's a good story. I don't think he's always going to be the Super Bowl MVP that came in for Philadelphia and did this. I think that was proven in Jacksonville. Again, Jacksonville's tough to bring up right now. They're just awful at everything. But – yeah, I mean, it didn't work out. It just didn't, and I think that is the true colors of him as a starting quarterback. They paid him just an ungodly amount of money. Yeah, um, and it wasn't worth it. So uh, we can we can see how that plays out. But I think Mitch Trubisky's the right choice to at least give him a chance. They declared him as their guy, and I think they should at least stick to that a little bit. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see because I mean he has, I mean. At least the games I saw, I, I will be honest, I haven't seen a ton of, you know, Mr. Trubisky games. Maybe that's mm-hmm. because he hasn't had a lot of highlight reels. No. But, no. Uh, I mean, he hasn't impressed me too much. And, you know, this is going to be a knock on my Chicago fans here. But, I mean, you guys got to chill with him, you know. Yeah. I think you, I think you finally have. <laughs> <laughs> Rightfully so. And I think that was mostly it. I mean, they drafted him. They traded up took him two overall and it was yeah. just a bad call and obviously hindsight i mean yes you could have taken patrick mahomes you could have taken uh deshaun watson but if you go back in time you could pick out five names from every draft where you could have done that so oh, yeah yeah i just i mean i think it was just the hype around him uh and i mean maybe things scaled back a bit i think his head's at least in the right place uh seems focused i think he wants to be the starting quarterback for chicago and i think he'll uh i think he'll prove that a little bit this year so. Yeah, I, th- I think I think the pressure has gotten to him a little bit, um, obviously in the last couple of years. But I I think I think he he should. I mean, he still has this year, but after this year, he's pretty much done. Oh yeah, he is. Um, he's on the clock. Um, yeah, if, if he if so he doesn't speak. if he doesn't perform, I wouldn't even go as far as the entire year. I mean, it'd, it'd be like the first five games. Probably. Yeah, no, he's. Uh, I mean, he's got Nick Foles breathing. Uh, breathing over his neck and yeah. i think that's uh that, that could help him knowing that and we well, will it, see how he responds to it well it, it, i mean it might already be helping him because he, he did win the starting that's true spot so that is true who knows but you know that's only in training camp yeah definitely so we'll see yeah. it's uh not a real nfl game but uh i agree we'll see um and then there was one just one thing i wanted to uh touch on and then we'll uh, move to uh, some power rankings. Um, Let's hear it. Miles My- Garrett said today that he thought about quitting. Quitting. Kevin, I didn't see that. I didn't see he that. He thought about quitting and wants to reach out to Mason Rudolph. Now, if you were in Mason Rudolph's shoes, what would you do? Um, would you be the better I man? Think, yeah, you know, I would. I mean, obviously, uh, it's hard to speak for NFL players. I know there's a lot of emotions and uh, – 
a lot going on in a game. And obviously that play was just outrageous. Uh, I don't think it really helped anyone to kind of create the narrative. I, I will not attest to whether or not certain words were said or weren't said, but um, I think it just got ugly after that. Um, and I, I think as the dust settled, I think so can some of the tempers and sure. I think that's a, that's uh that's real big of miles Garrett, who is someone who I haven't been a fan of uh, over the last year for notable reasons. But yeah, um, I think that that's, that's a, that takes a big man. And I, I would do the same if I was Mason Rudolph kind of bury the hatchet. Uh, I think they'd both like to move on from that. I don't think it was a great look for either of them. So I yeah, agree. I would, uh, I'd hear him out. I'd kind of just see how that goes, but um, good for, good for miles Garrett for reaching out. Um, I hope Mason Rudolph accepts, not that he might want to or should, but I do think, yeah, maybe that would be good to just kind of get out of the way. I agree. I agree. Well said. All right. Um, I do. I do just got to bring this up one more time. Uh, now that we're on the conversation of the Browns, no uh, pun yeah. intended. Oh, I, um, <laughs> uh, what, what, what the hell's going on with Odell Beckham Jr.? Well, yeah, I don't think he said anything. He had a he had an Instagram post. Uh, I don't know if it was a pun or not, but it said, you know, throw what you want at me. You're not going to knock me off my shit. Um, so oh, that's, oh, that's funny, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I don't believe it. I don't know much about that uh, little podcast, uh, that group of group of women that uh, gets together. I, I really can't. I can't imagine why one would enjoy that. But uh, just something to bring up. <laughs> I hope it's not true uh, for Odell's sake. Um, but just uh, a lot of great memes, at least on the internet, the last couple. Well, of I, days. I agree. I think I think those girls are probably some attention whores. Yes, and, uh, I would uh, agree. But man, Odell is so lucky. There's not going to be fans this year. Yeah, that would be tough. even That'd if be it's tough. not true. People would be bringing in poop signs left and right. <laughs> oh that, my uh, god, that little uh, emoji of the turd would be uh, flying around. Oh. That's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> All right, enough, enough shit. Enough talk. of that. Yep. Okay. Just had to bring it up once. Sorry. Apologies to the Cleveland fans um, for a lot of reasons, but for in this I case, bet, that. I bet they think it's probably as funny as we do. I'm sure they do. I mean, it's just, it's just weird. Uh, who knows? It's a, but it's moving. A, it's on. a shitty situation. That's for sure. Well said, Scott. All right. Well, let's get into our power rankings. Uh, let's do it. Start the year, year off. We are, ju- we are just going to do the top ten teams. We think top ten this year. Sounds good to me. And it's and it. I had a hard time. I don't know about you, Kev, but I had a hard time actually thinking about this because without preseason games and without, I mean, basically a lot of information out of a lot of camps, it's it's kind of been yeah. difficult to gauge. So I I found myself gauging a lot on last year and who like some trades people made and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, we'll just we'll just uh, go through our list. Uh, we'll start with ten and work our way down to one. Awesome. You wanna kick us off? Get us going? Yeah, so uh, so I have the Steelers at ten, and that okay. Might... I I do like that spot. I'm I, biased. I do. I I I was uh, actually skeptical about putting them in because with Ben Roethlisberger, we really I mean we only have information coming out of Steelers camp, right? So we actually don't know how well he feels and how you know much this offense is clicking. I'm not worried about the defense at all. But no, obviously, no, but obviously. Not at all. If if they can stay healthy, I think who knows they might move higher. They might uh, also move lower after this week because DeCastro's out, and we have a couple other O line guys who are in new positions. So yeah, I no. I thought 
but uh, I thought that was a good spot for them. I I would uh, just uh, barely disagree. I had the Steelers coming in right at 11, but we are not yeah. going that far. Yeah. Um, I think they've got some things to figure out offensively. Uh, defense is, uh, I mean, no question, top three in the league. Um, and I think there's a lot to look at with Ben Roethlisberger this year. Uh, we'll have a better idea after week one. Yeah. Um, I have them just falling outside the top 10. Uh, so there's a little, there you go. Uh, yeah. America, there's the unbiased uh, <laughs> opinion and honesty that we bring in this podcast. Uh, I did not include them in my top 10 for the power rankings to start the year. Woo. So there we go. Um, and how do we want to do this? Do you want to run through your list? Uh, I want to go all the way down or do we want to do a little alternative alternative? Yeah. Just, yeah. Just start with your 10 now and then we'll just, we'll just go down the list. All right. Uh, this is kind of my uh, dark horse 10 here. I have the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I think that they've figured out a lot of, uh, let's say, question marks. Uh, they were throwing to, uh, I think I heard someone say, uh, it might have been Colin Coward or Stephen A. Uh, Carson Wentz was throwing to lawn furniture last year uh, yeah. at wide receiver. And Absolutely. Quite frankly, I think they have uh, – They've solved that, solved that a little bit. Deshaun Jackson should be healthy this year. I don't couldn't tell you the first thing about what Alshon Jeffrey's doing, but I know he's been missing a couple practices. Uh, and Jalen Rieger as well, uh, also hurt, but I think he's going to make a big impact as a rookie. Um, and then Miles Sanders is uh, the guy to watch uh, as an offensive weapon. I think he'll uh, be huge in the run and passing game because uh, he has uh, those skill sets to do so. Um, I mean, he's, yeah. going, he's going right around the uh, top 10 in a lot of fantasy football drafts, and I think deservedly so. If he stays healthy, I think he's going to make a big impact. Uh, also, look at the pieces on defense in Philadelphia. Uh, they uh, added Darius Slay to their backfield. Um, I think he's a big piece in the secondary, and their offensive and defensive lines are both uh, fantastic. Um, yes. And I think those are just – those are the foundation to – to really get you where you want to be in the NFL. And keep in mind, they did win, let's, albeit a pretty horrible NFC East last year. They edged the Cowboys by one game, I think at eight and eight, maybe. Um, if they, I don't recall exactly, might have been nine and seven. It wasn't pretty, but I think that they have figured out what they need to figure out to get above that hump. And I think that they will be a good playoff contender this year. Number yeah, 10. no, I, I will. I will Eagles. touch on. I will touch on them a little bit more uh, coming up here. Very nice. Um, number nine, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I. It just so happens, Scott. I have them you at have number them. nine as well. Yeah. So I. I know a lot of people are putting them a little bit higher with all the trades and moves they're making. Um, but I, I'm. I'm going to keep them at nine because I mean they obviously they have tons of talent now with their picks up. Pick up by Gronk and um, what's his name? The running back. Uh, they got Leonard Fournette. Ronald yeah, Ronald, Leonard, Ronald Leonard. Jones is still the starter, I believe, at least yeah. declared by Bruce Arians. I don't know how long that'll last, but that's up to Bruce Arians. Yeah, I mean they have they have tons of weapons on offense. They also went like what eight and eight last year without all these guys or something. Uh, yes, um, seven, some, and, seven and nine. Yeah, something, something like that. It was they were right, they were right around five hundred. I think it was just under. We'll go seven and yeah, nine. For... But uh, I mean. And I really hate putting them up here because I really don't like a lot of the guys that they brought in. But unfortunately, I'm gonna I'm gonna put them at nine. No, and and I'll just touch up. They're my nine as well. We'll just kind of merge this one. It's the hype. I mean, 
last year the Cleveland Browns were not a bad team, but they declared themselves championships a little. They they were champions a little too early. Excuse me. Oh, they declared themselves champions a year early. Sure. And I think we're kind of running into a similar problem. I do not think that they're going to win the Super Bowl. Will they be a good team? Yes. Is there a lot of hype around them, and will they live up to that? I don't think so. Um, nine games? Sure. I could very well see them winning nine games, going nine and seven. If maybe, possibility, ten games. I could see that happening and then making the playoffs. I don't know what they'll be able to do with it um, to the fullest, but that is kind of where uh, I have them falling. Yeah, no, I, I think they – they're going to make the playoffs, in the, but I think they're going to lose in the first or second round. Yes. There's a lot of good teams out there. There so. are, especially a stacked NFC. I just think uh, – Yeah. Uh, I think they're going to have it out for them, and we'll see see what they can do with it. But uh, I am interested to see. It's definitely a story with Tom Brady uh, moving along to there. Uh, maybe possibly the GOAT. I know that there's some Indianapolis fans out there that would disagree with that statement, so we'll say possibly and leave it there. Um. But again, I think that I think that they're going to be interesting. Uh, see how he works in that system. Wants to prove to uh, he wants to prove to the world that it wasn't Bill Belichick; it was him. And we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, uh, number eight, L.A. Rams. All right. Explain. But, uh, <laughs> so I th- I think they actually have a, a really good coaching staff. I think uh, Sean McVay got a lot of shit last year because he wasn't able to do everything he wanted to. But I mean. People really forget. I mean, he's a really good coach. Um, I think he tried doing the same system he did the year before when they kind of kicked ass every game except for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I mean, and he's, I mean, just insanely smart. So I think he's going to yeah. be able to come back this year and have new schemes and everything. Um, Jared Goff, I, I mean, he's he's kind of a question mark a little bit. He has a lot of potential still, I think. I do too. I think he's got a great arm. Um, uh, I think he's at least composed in the pocket. He's got a good gunslinger mentality. Uh, still yeah. young. Uh, definitely needs to prove some things here, uh, fix some things. But I don't think he's a bad quarterback by any means. Yeah, I mean, my I, I guess my big question mark with him was just was it a fluke last year? Was it the offense they were running? Like, you know, it, so that like uh, kind of goes back to Sean McVay too. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then, I mean, their defense is pretty much stacked uh, as we mentioned earlier um they have jalen ramsey aaron donald i mean just those two players alone yeah you're probably both, good both front, elite at their position arguably yeah, the best line, yeah your d-line and and secondary is pretty much solid just between those two so yeah no I, absolutely I they've got a i'm trying to think off the top of my head uh they've they've shipped out a lot of pieces the last a uh, couple years, so I'm trying to think of who all might still be around. Um, but they they've got talent. Yeah, yeah, they've got talent. So I I put them at eight. I don't I don't I don't hate that. They didn't quite make my top ten, but I could see why you put them there. For yeah. me at number eight, I uh, I had the Minnesota Vikings. I think they've had the talent for a couple years now, uh, offensively and defensively, uh, to get it done. But in a very tough division, um, and you know. Kirk Cousins having to play in a primetime game never helps. But uh, I think yeah. Kirk Cousins is capable of getting them to the playoffs and making a run. I think he's proven that the last couple of years. Uh, sorry to any Saints fans that might be listening because um, I know that might you know be bitter taste in your mouth. 
Um, but he, he's got a he's got a good arm. I think he's a smart player. If it's Sunday at uh, one o'clock, um, in no other time. Um, but then Dalvin Cook uh, has the ability to be a top rusher in the league if he stays healthy. Um, Adam Thielen, very solid receiver. New guys, Justin Jefferson. Um, they've got two tight ends now, Kyle Rudolph, and I think his name's like something, something Smith, like Irv Smith or something, but he's supposed to be pretty solid as well. Um, and defensively, they've got the pieces. Anthony Barr's a great linebacker, Harrison Smith at safety, um, uh, Daniel Hunter, who actually just got hurt today. Um, but again, an elite pass rusher. Uh, I just say, watch out for Minnesota. I do. I do think that they're a team to watch out for. I like that pick. I uh, actually almost had them as my number eight ah, as well. Very nice. But uh, Kirk Cousins was the uh, question mark. So, Yep. Uh, fair question mark to have. I don't yeah. can't say I blame you. So going on to number seven, Seattle Seahawks. Nice. And, oh, I had them a little higher, but close. Yeah. So my, my only uh, concerns with them is they're in a very, they're in a, they're probably going to be in a tough division this year. Yes. Or uh, probably um, the best. The O-line is decent it's not the best but you have russell wilson back there so he makes up for it yep agreed um and then the d line is not very good no it's not uh they lost Clowney, who was a big piece of that i do think he underperformed but you're right but they but they do have a good secondary so i think their biggest issue would be the running game if anything Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean I, uh, Other than that, I mean, I, I mean, if if you have Russell Wilson on your team, you're gonna be fine. Yeah, no, you are. I mean, he's uh, either two or three, wherever you uh, want to put him. I think he's more established as a quarterback than Lamar Jackson is right now. Uh, but Lamar Jackson's talent is hard to argue against. Um, but again, he's a yeah. second or third best quarterback in the NFL. He's proved himself time and time again with bad O lines. Um, no elite weapons really over the years. He had Doug Baldwin, but he wasn't exactly uh, breaking the record books. Um, uh, DK Metcalf's going to be good, so uh, I think he can get the job done as long as he's around. Yeah. So, but nice. I uh, coming in at seven for me, the Green Bay Packers. Um, I was uh, mm. I was kind of iffy on them. I do think that they are going to underperform this year and uh, maybe even miss the playoffs. But right now. I, uh, they had a great defense last year. Maybe not great, but good. Uh, the uh, Preston and Zadarius Smith combo on the line, um, uh, it was pretty hard to argue against. I, I can't really attest to what they did during this year's NFL draft, um, drafting Jordan Love and A.J. Dillon, because it seems to me as though they have a pretty good quarterback and a pretty good running back. Um, you know, maybe another receiver would have been helpful, defensive piece to kind of round out. Uh, what could be a top 10 defense, but maybe not anymore. Um, but yeah. I have them going in. Um, we'll, we'll just have to see uh, how Aaron Rodgers can perform because I think he does have a little bit of Russell Wilson, same quality in him, uh, just getting the job done regardless of situation. He's been doing it for a long time and just hasn't really gotten to the promised land other than uh, 2011 when he defeated our beloved Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, yeah. But I still think he's talented enough to do it. So number seven, Packers. Yeah, my my I don't have them in my top ten, but uh, it's I would just say one thing about them. They so they traded up to draft George, Jordan Love. Yep. And did you see he's their third string quarterback now? Could they have a second? I don't know some other some like no name like he was like an undrafted guy. He beat out Jordan Love. That is interesting. I 
couldn't even tell you who the backup was uh, in Green Bay last year. Um, I know they had Deshaun yeah. Kaiser a little while ago when Rodgers got hurt. Um, yeah. But that was a couple years ago, I think. So, interesting. Yeah, Very interesting. I just want to say that. Uh, what are we on? Number six? Yes. Number six, the Dallas Cowboys. Not bad. And, I mean, uh, I'm not going to touch too much on them because I really don't want to talk about them. Nobody ever does. Um, but they, I mean, they had a hell of a draft. They have a lot of talent on offense. Their defense is pretty, I mean, pretty good itself. My only question is, can Dak actually earn that big contract with the offense he has? Because if he can't perform with the offense he has, boy, you might be just throwing money away at this point. Yeah, no, and obviously he's asking for a little too much, if you ask me. But oh, wait, uh, uh, yeah, way too much. He hasn't proven. <laughs> I mean, he's. I mean, he's good, but he hasn't. He hasn't done anything. Uh, no, no, he hasn't. I mean, I do think he's a good quarterback. I don't think, uh, aside from being a Dallas Cowboy, I don't think there's any reason not to like him, um, other than he's a Dallas Cowboy. Um, yeah. But I mean, the guy's quiet. He's got a good arm. Uh, maybe a couple questionable decisions, but um, at least as a leader, I think he's got a lot of the good qualities. And I, yeah. I do think it's his year to prove it um, or else he will lose that job in Dallas because I don't think Jerry Jones is one who's willing to uh, mess around. So, But yeah. I, I do like the pick. I had him just fall out of the top ten just from a uh, historical standpoint. Yep. Yeah, No. I, I, I understand. All righty. Uh, for me, I had the Buffalo Bills coming in at six. Um, I think their defense is, again, uh, top tier. I think that Sean McDermott is a fantastic coach. I think they yep. have uh, Josh Allen. They got him a couple extra pieces this year um, with Stefan Diggs. They still have John Brown and Cole Beasley. Uh, Devin Singletary is a nice young runner. Apparently he's had some fumbling issues at camp, but they also have this new kid, uh, Zach Moss, who I heard is pretty good too. So yeah. um, they're not the um, not the sexiest pick for a power ranking. Um, not a whole lot to go over there other than uh, some pretty nutty fans. I'd love to get up there for a game, not this year. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think just quietly. Break some tables. Yeah, break some tables um, and just kind of enjoy the show. Uh, but, yeah, coming in at six. Not a whole lot to really say there, but I think they are. Uh, I think they will take over the the AFC East this year. Yeah, I was kind of iffy on putting them in my top ten. I ultimately decided against it because mm-hmm. I, I just thought about Josh Allen. I, I mean, he's he's obviously very good. I just don't know if this year is going to be his year quite yet. No, and I I would I think I have to agree with you on that. Yeah, um, uh, it might not quite be time, but uh, who knows? I mean, he he's got talent, got a great arm, and I do think that he has the potential to. Uh, be that guy for Buffalo. Yeah. Um, so number five, I actually have uh, your Philadelphia Eagles. Nice. All right. Yeah. I pretty have, ge- I pretty have generous. All the way up here. So the only reason, I mean, we already talked about them a lot. So I'm just going to say one quick thing about them. And you and you touched on it a little bit, but uh, I mean, they won. I mean, a fair amount of games with a ton of injuries last year. Yes. A ton of injuries. Yep. So I think, and I mean, I I can't see them getting as injured this year as they were last year. So I I think I think they'll win a handful more games. Um, probably the Dallas Cow or Dallas Cowboys will be their uh, biggest opponent. But you know, other yep. than that, nope. I I do I really like the Eagles. I had them cracking my ten. Uh, but 
because of just being in a bad division and still only winning eight games. Uh, I know they had injuries. I do think Doug Peterson's uh, one of the better coaches in the NFL, but uh, I don't disagree with having them up there. Uh, I think it's yeah. just a little bit of a sneakier choice. Uh, so I do, I do like that. Yeah. All right. For me, coming in at number five, I had the Seattle Seahawks. I had them a little higher. Um, they, uh, I think they managed to win at least 10 games, maybe exactly last year in the best division in the NFL going yeah. up against San Francisco. The, uh, that brutal play at the goal line where they got stopped on the one as time expired, uh, or maybe it was fourth down and they turned the ball over. They were literally a centimeter away from uh, winning the NFC West over them uh, by one game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's anything to ignore. I think Russell Wilson is uh, maybe just behind Mahomes, the best quarterback in the NFL. Um, he's got weapons there now in Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, as you said. I think Chris Carson's a good running back. They have a few good running backs if they can stay healthy. But mm-hmm. um, but I think, yeah, some defensive uh, weapons, the addition of Jamal Adams, who I believe is the best safety in the NFL. Um, a little bit of a whiner, um, but yeah, uh, that uh, was my only thing. He did a, a lot of talking over in New York. I think it was good for the locker room to get him out. I think it was just better for both parties. Yep. Um, but I think Seattle Seahawks, Pete Carroll's a good coach, um, good system there. And I think watch out for him again. Yeah. Um, number four, I have the Saints. Nice. Uh, Drew Brees, obviously, is still a stud, even though, you know, I feel like he didn't, he didn't uh, get as much respect as he did last year. Maybe, I mean, maybe he did, maybe he didn't, but mm-hmm. – no, um, I agree. Alvin, Kamara, Alvin Kamara, obviously, Michael Thomas. I mean, their offense. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders now. Um, I mean, they're. I mean, they're a fantastic offense. I mean, and people don't uh, mention Taysom Hill enough, but I mean, he he is a such a good like secondary quarterback. Yeah, he's a uh, he's the uh, Swiss Army knife. I mean, he can do it all. He's the utility guy in baseball. Put him where you want him. Um, little fun fact for you: he hit the same number of receiving touchdowns last year. As drumroll, Julio Jones, same oh, number no of receiving yeah. touchdowns, I believe, at three. Um, but I mean, he—he—you're right. He can do it all. I mean, he's everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's—I mean, that kind of sets their offense apart right now. Um, because I mean, when you have both Drew Brees and Taysom Hill, you really don't know what's going on. Because I mean, they could m- might pitch it to Taysom Hill, but he could still bomb it down the field, right? You know, or yeah, absolutely, even, yeah. You don't so. know what you're getting. He's like a, um, he's like a knockoff Lamar Jackson, if you will. He's not as good of a rusher or a thrower, but he can do it all, and he keeps you guessing. So, I do like that. Yeah, bit. and then and then on defense they have uh, Cam Jordan, who's obviously so good. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore is pretty good. Um, Adam, uh, we got to do do our little shout out to uh, our Dayton Flyers here, yep. Adam Troutman. Yeah, I mean, who knows? He could uh, he could be around to catch some of Drew Brees' last passes. That's insane. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, drafted to New Orleans uh, this year in the draft. That's uh, insane for the Dayton Flyers. Good for him. Really talented kid. I saw him in all the all the lists, having him you know, top three and maybe even the top tight end out of this draft, which is just insane. Yeah. So that's uh, number four, coming in with the Saints. Like it. I have the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, falling okay. in at number four, uh, I think they do still have one of the best defenses. Um, some, I think they have one of the best 
uh, offensive lines, which is kind of their, uh, that's what's keeping them at four, uh, but is not keeping getting them any higher. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is um, a Super Bowl level quarterback. Um, he got him there last year. I think he had a lot of help from the defense and the run game. Uh, I think George Kittle's insanely good uh, in all on all aspects as a tight end, blocking, receiving, just kind of being that piece. Um, yep. But I do worry about some of the other weapons. Debo Samuel is going to be a little shaken up to start the year, but elite uh, level talent maybe down the road. Uh, I'd like to see it personally because uh, I think that'd be a good story. Just kind of out of nowhere, great receiver, but uh, it's, it's hard for me to put them any higher than these top three teams, which I do think feature uh, elite levels on every aspect. So number four, the San Francisco 49ers. Well, it's funny you mentioned the 49ers there because I have actually have them at number three. For mm, very nice. And basically the only thing that uh, that I disagree with for you is I think Jimmy Garoppolo probably took a lot of experience out of that last Super Bowl appearance. Uh, I do realize that the, the defense carried them throughout that season a lot. But I, I think he's going to come away with a little bit better season this year, and he might he might be able to crack that elite spot. Yeah, no, I can agree. I think that he has uh, the potential to get up there. I'd like to see it first. Uh, I know he came off of a ACL injury this past season, yep. and he he uh, was great. Uh, nothing short of. I just uh, I'd like to see it first before I'm willing to put them over that hump. Yep. All right. And then number three for me uh, is my. Uh, this is tough for me, but I'm sure it's tough for you too, since you haven't said their names yet. The Baltimore oh, Ravens. Yeah. Um, yep. I have them falling uh, third, uh, simply because I think that we have to see what happens in this down year. They lit the league on fire last year. Lamar Jackson is uh, pains me to say it, but nothing short of an absolute stud of a quarterback. He can do it all, um, barring any injuries. I think he can be. Uh, I think he can be one of the best quarterbacks in the league for a long time. Uh, he brings yeah. a very unique skill level to the position. Uh, pair that with the t- probably second best offensive line in football, probably behind the Colts. Yeah. Uh, maybe the 49ers as well. Uh, I see no issues there. They're always going to keep defenses guessing. Uh, that's exactly what he did. I mean, I don't, I think they might've been losing maybe no more than like six times all last season. Uh, yeah. When they won, they won big, and it gave them no chance uh, to come back. Um, they made them throw the ball, which works out pretty nicely because I think they also have a top five defense uh, right around there. I know that the Earl Thomas stuff is uh, weird, if you will. Um, yeah. I think oh, yeah. that was oh, yeah. Uh... weird to say. Oh, my God, dude, that guy's <laughs> such a freak. I think, uh, I think it was – not the end of the world. Uh, nothing against him as a safety. He's been one of the best for the last 10 years. But, uh, again, kind of just a locker room issue. I've heard some negative things about him. Well, I mean, he uh, was having orgies with his brother. So yeah. that's, that's one thing. He was. He was. <laughs> um, not If any of our fans are into that, not that that's uh, super weird, but it's pretty, no, we're not, yeah, we're not, pretty uh, damn weird. We're not orgy-shaming uh, <laughs> you, anyone. But, uh... <laughs> but, um, but that's just how it is. I think that. Uh, they still Marlon Humphreys is one of the best corners in the league. Um, he'll save there. Uh, Marcus Peters as well. Uh, and there's one more I think I'm missing, but they also picked up Clyus Campbell this year. Um, yeah, that's a nightmare for Pittsburgh Steelers fans because uh, the guy's a beast. Uh, one of the yeah, better I mean, pass they, I mean, rushers. They, just it's a mess. I mean, they definitely have either 
the best or the second best defense. I would put the Steelers and the Ravens one two defense wise. I don't know who's mm-hmm. going to be better, but at least that's my that's my preseason rankings there. Yep. Um. So yeah, I mean, I have I have the Ravens at uh, at two, and yep. uh, I mean, you pretty much touch base on everything. But uh, my only concern is I I, I think uh, Lamar Jackson is going to have an outstanding year again. I just don't know if he can he'll be able to repeat how good his rushing game was. I think I think some defenses might stop him a little bit more, but you know, I mean, he still has a fantastic arm, so they might be working with that more a little bit too. So. Yep. Nope. I agree. And I think that's part of it. Um, I thought last year, two years ago when they played the chargers in the playoffs, um, the Los Angeles chargers, but I will probably refer to them as the San Diego chargers several times throughout the course of this podcast. Um, they destroyed him in the first quarter. I think the, I mean, there's two picks, some fumbles, they were all over yeah. him. And I think that part of it was they kind of figured him out. Um, Mm-hmm. There was no sign of that last season, but I do think it's a possibility that, um, you know, some defenses start to catch on. Some coordinators and coaches start to see patterns um, and observe certain things. So I, I agree, um, but I'd have to see it before, um, I, before I'm willing to accept that. So, Well, that's the shame about having no preseason games. We can't really see anything. Nope. So we're just going off gut feelings at this point. Right, and not that they'd really be playing him for a ton of preseason games, but yep, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. Um, all right, number two for me, the New Orleans Saints. I think they are the most complete roster in the NFL um, on all sides of the ball. You touched up on it before. I don't think – I think people are starting to sleep on Drew Brees a little bit as he ages. Um, yeah. yeah, maybe he's lost a step or two in his mobility. Maybe he's not throwing the ball 60 yards uh, downfield as much anymore. Um, at least yeah. he has Michael Thomas to throw 10-yard slants to. Um, but I do think Kamara's uh, an insane running back, potential to be a top three. Um Jared Cook, great tight end. They have Emmanuel Sanders now. Um, their defense is uh, crazy. You said it. Marshawn Lattimore, great great defensive back. They got Malcolm Jenkins from the Saints. Um, and then Demario Davis is a linebacker and Cam Jordan on the line. I think they've kind of just got pieces all over the place. I may even be missing a few, but no reason to think that they will uh, slip out of that top five uh, this season for me. Yeah, my, uh, my only con with them was uh... – the refs in the playoffs. <laughs> That's uh, you do have to watch out for that. Um, yeah, well, it, it will they get screwed again? <laughs> Who knows? But uh, you know, I always say, you know, a good team finds ways to overcome the refs, and I do think they're capable of it. I'm sorry to the Saints fans, but you're not going to get any pity from me. So yeah, <laughs> um, everybody gets screwed by the refs at some point. Yeah, that uh, NFC Conference Final uh, a couple years ago that was something else, but uh, but. You find a way to win a game. That's all I. That's all I really have to say. They had their opportunity. They did. They did. Um, and then, so I think it's uh, safe to say we have the same number one. I don't think there. there's uh, going to be a disagreement here. And why wouldn't you? I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, I mean, I they had, only they only lost like three players. I had the Cincinnati Bengals actually. Oh. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. Uh, no, I have the Chiefs. Um, it's it's Patrick Mahomes. It's it's the decade of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, him and Andy Reid are they're going to form a dynasty here real soon. Um, actually, a year ago soon. Um, yeah. But it's just it's their turn. Uh, they have almost their entire roster coming back, I think, except for two pieces. Um, one offensive lineman who was picked up by the Steelers. Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Maybe it was Newski. 
or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Um, picked up. I'm very excited about that uh, for obvious reasons, but uh, I just I, I don't see this team taking a big step back. Chris Jones is a great rusher. Tyron Matthew in the back at safety. Uh, I see no reason why they should take a step back. Reigning champs. Um, no, I mean they. I mean they basically have the same. 53 man roster as they did last year minus a couple people yes you know it's i mean it's enough said really about it i mean if if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know why they probably should be on number one then then you don't really know a lot about football no you clearly weren't watching last year and i think you can give it to i mean most of it's to patrick mahomes i mean he was down what was it uh, 16 points or so in the super bowl with yeah nine minutes left the same way he was down early to the Texans by like 24 in that uh, divisional round game. And he just threw, I think eight drives, eight touchdowns. The guy is unreal. Um, And I I have no reason to think that they cannot win another Super Bowl this year. Yeah, they're definitely, they're definitely my favorites. Um, All right. Well, Kev, we're coming up on like an hour here. We are. Do you want to skip the uh, awards for this week and just yeah. go just straight to our our picks for the week and stuff? Our, our yeah. game to watch and upset alert. Uh, I think we should. Yeah, let's uh, let's just get you. We'll get to the uh, quick preview. Uh, we're gonna give you guys uh, a game to watch that we think is gonna it's gonna break the TV ratings, and then we'll also give you one uh, upset that we see coming that other people might not. Maybe it's on a maybe it's on a hunch. Maybe it's based on something, but. Uh, start it off, Scotty. What do you want to What do you want to start with there? So my game to watch this week is the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New Orleans Saints. Great we got, games. We got two absolute legendary quarterbacks coming in, and it's going to be exciting to see what Tampa Bay is actually capable of. So I got Tampa Bay versus the New Orleans Saints as my game to watch. That's a tough one to argue against. You've got probably the two for sure locks for the Hall of Fame in the NFL right now. Squaring yep. up in a divisional game, uh, they'll face each other again, maybe even the playoffs. Can't really yep. argue against that, but I will uh, give my game of the week, and it is a another divisional game between the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings. I think those two will be fighting for the division this year. Yeah, that's um, great, And I think that division, of all divisions, it's very important to get off to a good start, get the wins early. Um, yeah. Aaron Rodgers has a lot to prove this year and the Vikings have always been a piece or two behind. So I think it's going to be a great divisional game. Yeah, it'll be, in, it'll be interesting to see what Kirk, uh, cousins does in under pressure this year. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully he's I'm, not I'm, in prime time. I, I do. Li- I do like him though. I mean, I, it, it is hard to watch him on prime time, but I, I really do root for the guy. So I, I'm actually rooting for him this year. So yeah, no, I am too. Uh, he's fun to make fun of, but uh, I really have nothing against the guy. He had that weird quote the other day um, about co- playing with COVID going around, and he said, oh, yeah. "If I die, I die." So uh, interesting take on that one. Uh, clearly, the guy fears nothing. Yeah, uh, so, <laughs> yeah, uh, so yeah, there he, you he go. fears nothing except the uh, the Friday night lights. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so then my uh, my upset alert. Is the Cardinals over the 49ers. Yes, you heard that correctly. The Cardinals over the 49ers. I think Kyler Murray is going to come out the gate hot. And uh, I'm going to be really embarrassed if he just shits the bed. Which yeah. Is, which is also possible. I mean, yeah. it's interesting to hear that. Uh, if, if I do recall, you just uh, only maybe five minutes ago said that the 49ers were fourth on your power rankings. I did. Interesting. I did. I did. 
Very a, interesting. Hey, just because they're fourth on my power rankings doesn't mean they're they can go off to a slow yeah, start. That's true. It's that's possible. true. Very true. And uh, I don't disagree with the take. Honestly, I think the Cardinals are a sneaky team this year, similar to how uh, the uh, Chiefs and the Ravens came out of nowhere with a young, uh, mobile quarterback with some weapons. So uh, who knows? I think they're missing a couple pieces, but don't hate the pick. There's uh, yeah. Upset number one, followed by upset number two, and this one is a a hot take. I I'm not gonna prom. I'm not going and putting my bank bankroll on this at the sports books. But watch out. I think there's a lot of speculation that the Jaguars are the worst team in the league this year. But I think Gardner went Gardner Minshew can win a couple games. So watch out. Sorry, Colts fans, but I kind of like the Jaguars to surprise the Colts in week one. Um, oh, boy. Hank and Frank are not going to be happy about no, that. No, they're not. And sorry to uh, sorry to our dear friends in Indianapolis. Uh, I do like the Colts this year. I think they will win that division, uh, maybe get it real close with the Titans. But I think they're going to get a quick little wake-up call in week one from Gardner Minshew and his mustache. Uh, you know, new, new quarterback. You know, no preseason games. It, it could hurt the Colts week one. It could. Yeah, they don't really uh, – they don't have a whole lot of – uh, momentum, nobody really does going in, so I think it's uh, week one's kind of a crapshoot. So watch out for it. Well, all right, Kev, you wanna you wanna send our viewers off? We'll send them yeah. off. Uh, excited to have you all in the show today. Uh, enjoy week one of the 2020 NFL season. Hopefully, it lasts a little bit longer than um, COVID uh, might allow it. But thanks for joining. Tune in next week. Uh, we're gonna do a quick little review of week one. Uh, we'll go over a couple of our favorite games, highlights, players, um, but stick around. Uh, going forward, uh, I think we'll, uh, we're also going to make a couple picks, and Scotty and I are going to go head-to-head on, uh, on some game picks here throughout the course of the season. Um, but again, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.